Hey, so today we're talking about how to build better habits. Democrats just took over the Senate. And man, those pro-Trumpeteers just stormed Capitol Hill. Are you ready? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast, one man's attempt at business, family, and comedy. I am your host, Michael Agbajan. And yes, we are here at the 53rd episode. You already know, before we can continue, we must introduce super producer, Simeon. What's good? What's popping? What's popping? Happy New Year to everyone. This is our first episode of 2021. Man, first episode of 2021. It feels good. It feels good. good. What have you learned, bro? I've learned 2020, going into this year, I learned that anything is possible, anything can happen. But uh, I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed to see another year. So hey, man, let's get it. You know, let's get it rocking. That's beautiful because that that is true. That's actually a positive and a negative thing that anything can happen. You know what I mean? And and even talk about that. I have to start with you know rest in peace to my Taylor Dominic. Um, oh, man, yeah, he passed like Tuesday, and he passed because of COVID. Ooh, damn, man, and. <clears throat> what makes it even worse is the fact that, like, I just saw him, like, literally a week and a half ago. He tailored one of our, like, you know, I had a green suit that I wore for my birthday. And, you know, he tailored it. And I came in, you know, sized me, did it, the whole thing. He looked good. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, I, you know, even, it's been a while since I've seen him, right? He's been about a year. Yeah. So you look out for things like, you know. Is everything all right? Is everything all good? But he looked more than good. Like, he looked healthy. He looked strong. He was sharp, you know, laughing, you know. So, you know, uh, I came in that uh, the Friday before this last one. So it's two Fridays ago to pick it up. Again, things were all good. So um, I got a call yesterday or two days ago. This Oh, no, yesterday saying, hey, did you know Dominique passed? I was like, what? He's like, my talking about the tailor? He's like, yeah, Dominic. And he's huge. I put a lot of people on to Dominic who from there put a lot of people on to their people on to Dominic. Yeah. And he's in Grand Prairie. And uh, but basically, I didn't I didn't believe it. I was like, there's no way. Like my boy Phil called me, tell me about it. I was like, there's no way. I just saw him. He looked good. And then uh today, um, I called uh the wife, actually. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, well, I called the store. But then the wife answered, and I was like, are y'all open? And she's like, no, we're not open today, but um, who are you? I said, this is Michael Agbajan. She's like, oh, I have something to tell you. I was like, oh, what's what's going on? And, she, you know, as I already know, but I didn't want to ask, you know. And then she was like, oh, Dominic has passed. He's passed away, and, you know, um, he's no longer with us. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, because of COVID. It happened so quickly. It was so, uh, it's just so devastating. It's so sad because... You know, he, everything seemed like he was strong. He was good. He was healthy. Everything seemed all good. And then this last Saturday, he was having troubles breathing and I take him to the hospital. And then, you know, from Saturday uh, to Tuesday, he passed. Man. Yeah. And they didn't want to put him on a ventilator because they wanted to talk to him. And he was talking on a ventilator, or not a ventilator, on uh, oxygen mask, just trying to, you know, communicate, do all that. And then to hear that. You know, he's already passed. You know, he passed that Tuesday, and then they already cremated him. 
due to the whole COVID situation. So uh, I just want to say, you know, rest in peace um, to Dominic. I also want to give a quick moment of silence. Thank you so much. But yeah, just wanted to kind of share that as we came in. But yeah, a lot of things are happening, at least for the 2021. I know a lot of people aren't big on trying to like have like like expectations and like uh, what do you always call um, every year? What people do? Resolutions. Resolutions. Yeah. But we all could do this anytime, which is build better habits. <clears throat> and I learned I learned about what it is that keeps us from building better habits. And the one key thing, you know, to, to either building or breaking habits is friction. Are you familiar with friction? Yes, I am. Okay. So for those who don't know about friction, you know, it's the more friction something has, the more difficult it is. The less friction it has, the, the easier it is. So that means that if you're trying to start a new habit, let's say work out every day. Some people do things like sleep in their workout gear so they could wake up and go straight outside and start walking already. That's what you call adding less friction to something that you really want to do. And then the same things that you need to stop doing, which is let's say you have a bad habit. If you add more friction, like more things that you have to do in between it, make it diff more difficult for you to achieve whatever it is that is a bad habit. That habit would start to go away, you know, um, through time. But I know the rumor, I know you heard about the whole 21 days, to build a habit, right? Yeah. Is that what you're on? Yeah. So my, uh, I want to say resolution, but, uh, one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm doing right now, I'm fast. Your goals. My goals right now, um, my self-development and uh, emotional intelligence and, and being a better person. So, um, I'm cutting off Twitter for the month of January. So, um, trying to f redirect my focus to different things. So no, no Twitter. Yeah. But you know, it's a rumor that it's 21 days to break it. You know, like, <clears throat> you know, good habits or habits die hard. So in essence, some habits actually take the thing about it. When you build a habit, you're trying to build something to where you don't think about it anymore. So it's part of your lifestyle. So the people who jog every morning, you know, eat good or take the vitamins, they have they, they form this habit through time to where now they have to almost do it. And that's what you, it takes time to do that. And it could take any time from 21 days all the way up to like five months to create a regular habit of yours for you to continue doing and it not cost you any extra stress just to do it. Um, but I'm not really saying that everyone needs to break all the habits and trying to be perfect. You know, no one's perfect, but we all could build better habits and, you know, try to automate those things that are, that kind of hold us back and make it a little bit more difficult for us to kind of like move forward and focus on the things we love. Cause I said this year, uh, and I don't look at this as a resolution. I'm talking about in general, that I'm focusing on doing the things I love. And uh, I even mentioned this on the whim to my wife just now about, because she asked me, like, what are the things you love? I was like, creating. I love creating. And I want to do a little bit more creating this year and just a little bit more connecting to the things I love, you know? So uh, I'm trying to build those, you know, particular type of habits. And man, it's hard. I mean, how easy, are you a morning person or a night person? You both? <laughs> I can only be a morning person if I get enough sleep. Mm -hmm. if, if I get enough sleep, I can I can I can be up. Usually I'm always up anyways, but uh uh I mean, it really depends. Um I, I can be both. I'm more I'm more so a night person, but I can be a morning person depending on how much sleep I get. Man, I said, "Lord, please free me from the shackles 
of sleep sometimes because man sometimes i get so comfortable and i just want to just chill yeah i'm the same way and get a nice you know like you know when you want to really do some work and you get in that comfortable position yeah. you just lay there you shouldn't be like that you shouldn't be like that. yeah you know i i'm gonna buy this this one standing desk where you have the desk where it stands up and you could do all your work while you stand up you seen those oh yeah yeah i seen those before. i'm actually thinking about getting one of those because it might be different i've never stood up you know like doing work but I assume that's a little bit better than like laying down and doing work because I you know I've, in this this whole um, pandemic, I probably gained like 15 pounds. Mm. But it's, here's the thing. I've always wanted to gain that much. It's just a little, a little bit easier. But now I need to, you know, kind of loosen up. Let me, you know, strengthen up a little bit and not be so loo- uh, gooey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Loosey goosey, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but man, um, yeah, we move on because, you know, we could talk about me all day because you already know. What happened, the Democrats, we got the Senate, you know. Um, big win, big win. It's a big win because, you know what that means? That means that them 2K stimmies on D-Way. Boys would <laughs> be locked in in this They office. on D-Way. <laughs> <laughs> Boys is ready for that steamy, steamy. Look, look, people already got the 600. I'm not sure people got the 600. Yo, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they already got the 600 already. Okay, yeah. So... People are trying to figure out, okay, is this even possible to flip, to turn into like a business or turn into like a hustle? What are your thoughts? Listen, okay, this is the thing. So if you're going to do it with the right intention, knowing what the hell you're doing, then go for it. But don't listen to all these all these stupid people on Twitter <laughs> trying to tell you what to do, and it leads you to tax fraud. Don't yeah, yeah, I remember that. The guy's like, hey, that's tax fraud. You know that, right? Yeah, but you need to know, look, if you got the STEMI or you got anything like that, First place you need to go, look, is figure out what you need to do for your own personal self-development. Whether that be you in a book, you in better, like, you know, a better environment. And I mean, that can even be internal environment, like vitamins. That's essential to your thinking, essential to your growth, you know. So there's a lot of things there. But, you know, the, while the Democrats have taken over the Senate, which that was a big one, you know. Uh, and, you know, one of my friends, Collins, he's a huge gun enthusiast. He said this is going to be a very, very, very long, like, four years. <laughs> because, as you know, Democrats are more against, you know, I mean, they're for gun control. And this, what's happening, as you see it, you've seen these trumpeteers where they're saying, like, hey, like, they just stormed the Cap- like Capitol Hill in just Washington. Like today. Like, it's happening as we're talking. Like, you have a bunch of trumpeteers, white male and female trumpeteers, storming Capitol Hill, sitting in Nancy Pelosi's chair. They look, they're sitting in Nancy Pelosi's chair and they wrote down on her desk, it says, We will not back down. Can you believe this? And the thing is, and the thing is, these people don't have don't have jobs, so they have this so they're spending the, their fine Monday <laughs> afternoon. They chose violence today. That's what it is. Yeah, they woke up and chose violence. And look, this is a coordinated effort. And that's what you need to understand. The longer term view of this entire thing is the fact that, yes, people are frustrated. But just understand, your rules don't work here. You know, they want to, you know, keep on with the past, what happened with Trump and all the other issues that came with him. And they don't want this to end. But guess what? It is coming to an end. I think we have 14 more days left. 14 more days. Of him. Before he could go ahead and find another area to pollute. But, you know, like the fact that you're looking at the double standard here of how they treat black people and how they treat white people in this country. There is a clear double standard. Yet people storming 
like literally one person was injured. No, one police officer was injured. I'm not, I think one woman was killed. Mm. You know, they're trying to resuscitate her either way, but they came in with guns armed sitting on like uh, the judge's seat everywhere in the cap in Capitol Hill and nothing happened. No arrest, no nothing. No, where's the police with the right gear? What happened with what happened to the right gear? Nah, man, it is playing uh, patty cake with them. That's what it is. Man, this is a crazy double standard to see that people are coming armed and forcing their way in to a federal building and police. That, at that, bro, a federal building and the police just like, hey, you know what I mean? And no right gear. You don't see any of that, which is, uh, I don't know. It's a little uncomfortable. But you know, Donald Trump Jr. Even this morning, he was like, we need a. Like, if you don't, if you're not fighting for us and like, he's trying to incite violence, mm -hmm. you know, so was Donald Trump. He made a little message about the whole thing. Didn't really talk about anything that has to do with storming Capitol Hill. He just said that, you know, reminding people that this election was stolen from him. So, I mean, you just got to stay prepared. And that's why I say like, and by prepared, make sure that you have a disaster plan. Yeah. Every home, every person should have a disaster plan. Like, think about it. If your house or wherever you're staying went up in flames, what is your next move? Where will you go? Yeah, you, you have an action plan. Uh, I don't have an action plan, but I, I'm I'm prepared to think ten steps ahead. Though. Ten steps ahead. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of steps. You talking about ten steps ahead? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, ten steps ahead. Yeah. Well, you got to be ahead. You know, like you got to have a plan of a what you're gonna do food wise. How are you going to protect yourself? Protect your family? Oh, man. You hear my doorbell. Yeah. How are you going to... We've got to wait to finish this. But, yeah. How are you going to protect yourself? How are you going to protect your family? How are you going to continue moving so you don't stop and just, you know, be caught up in the panic? So that is a lot of what's happening right now because people are talking about this is the beginning of a civil war. But don't. Don't think that way because you could choose to go that direction mm -hmm. or you could choose to focus on what's going to make this nation better because democracy. Oh man, right now it's on a thin line. I think that's kind of what the problem is, is that, uh, okay. I don't know if this is just, this is truth or not or whatever, but they're talking about how, you know, because this is like the last standing arm for like Republicans to even be in office because they feel like if it was a true democracy that only Democrats would win. And they don't want that because there's a lot of things they they do all these different things to stop it from happening. Gerrymandering, you know, uh, uh, changing laws to, you know, uh, be more, I guess, uh, punitive on certain people, you know, so therefore they can have certain levels of control. And when you like you're looking at survival right now, you know, like these trumpeteers and all these people out there who are scared, you know, my, white people are now kind of turning into the minority are nervous and scared and this is what they're doing. And you're starting to see this. So that's why I say, stay, pre stay prepared, stay vigilant, stay focused, keep your head on a swivel because a lot of these things are happening. But it's weird because I talk about on Clubhouse, there's two different people. There's the people who talk about the issues that are happening at hand and talking about what's in front of them and those who are saying, hey, uh, let's talk about business. You know, like there's two ways you could go about it. You could take a pause and focus on the things, you know, that are happening right in front of you that could potentially come to your front door because that's what people are, ner are nervous about that. Yeah, it's happening on Capitol Hill. But what if that happened to your, in, uh, what if that mess came to your front door? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what are you prepared to do? 
You know, like how are you prepared to see these things and like business and all is all fine, but you still have to have the other peripheral things in your life taken care of. So therefore you could survive and thrive and do better, especially in this economy, you know, with the pandemic, because the pandemic is exposing everything, mm -hmm. you know, and you see it right now. Even Amazon's taking advantage of it. Amazon just bought 11 Boeing 767s and 300 jets. I'm talking about, they said, oh, this pandemic got these jets on, on, on discount. <laughs> All right. Tap in. Yeah. They tap in it. Look, I'm for Amazon. If you haven't bought Amazon stock, you got to buy Amazon stock just because the moves they're making to be more self-reliant is what every company should be doing. In essence, like trying to like, they're trying to out innovate themselves by like Netflix had the same way of looking at it. Like Netflix, whenever, um, Netflix was, um, uh, you know, they did the DVD by mail. Yeah. Then they did the streaming. But they knew these little steps were coming. And then the last that they actually that they're doing right now is creating their own content because they can't keep licensing from others. That's what Amazon was doing. They were leasing all these planes that they were using under Amazon. And they're saying, why lease when we could buy for the discount? So they bought 300, again, 300 jets, you know, 11 Boeing 767. And they're now trying to in-house. So I think they took away about 40% of all the dependency on other companies like FedEx, UPS, all of them. And that's where you got to focus on is like, how do you stop using other people, third parties for what you do on a regular basis to where you can scale and you get bigger. And then you can start in-housing some of these things. Like some people, you can, you can outsource marketing or you can in-house in it. It'd be higher quality, but it'd be more expensive to in-house it. But these are the moves that are happening right now. Some people have failed. Some companies have failed to prepare themselves for what's coming like a good example is kodak you know um i know you remember kodak mm -hmm. kodak old school still here though you know um when this is like 15 years ago where um, digital photography was starting to take over and they saw that digital photography was starting to take over so they try to do whatever it took to keep that from hitting the forefront again they weren't future-proofing themselves they're trying to keep that digital you know um uh, creativity out of people's minds, mindscape or anything. So then basically, you know, um, eventually they got replaced with all these other companies that focused on the digital, but then they didn't, again, it, they didn't innovate what their own product was. And then now they became almost completely obsolete. You know, you're not going to see any Kodak, anything really now. And they were number one in the world. Same thing happened with BlackBerry, number one in the world and did not prepare themselves for, remember that, something as simple as a touchscreen, and they kept saying, no, it's not about the touchscreen. People want to feel the buttons under their fingers, which is true, but people want that touchscreen. People want that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, how you not have the option? You see what I'm saying? Create, create better options. You, don't, you might not have to, you know, like, kill whatever you're doing, but create another option for what you're doing because... That's how you survive. That's how Netflix survived and how they continue to thrive. That's how Amazon's doing it. If you don't see the proof in the pudding, you know, like people always say success leaves clues. These are clues that are being left to say that when you're trying to scale and trying to grow, you know, you try to, you have to get away from being dependent upon others. Mm -hmm. That's key. You got to get away from being dependent upon others and try to in-house it with as much control as you have over your actual product, because it's you who's developing it. You're the visionary. You're the innovator behind it. You have to have the, as much control as possible. So you don't again, lose to yourself, you know, but yeah, that's a lot. That's 
going down. How you feeling, bro? Feeling good. Feeling good, man. Hey, got look. I'm a little excited. This is a little surprise for you. I don't, you just don't bring y'all surprises. But before I get to this major surprise, if you're watching this, listening to this right now, please share it. Tag me. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know if you like it, hate it. I don't care. Just hit me up. Let's dialogue about what's going on. I got something special for y'all. And I don't know if you if you could see this. You have to see this. But you're about to hear it, too. You got this Cosmic Crisp Apple. Y'all hearing me? Cosmic Crisp Apple. And it took 20 years to develop this apple. America has been trying to make the Cosmic Crisp the number one apple for the last 21 years. And they finally debuted the Cosmic Crisp in 2020. But look, it's been sold out. You couldn't even get your hands on the Cosmic Crisp. But see, I walked in. Sam's the other day, I saw a whole bag of uh, Cosmic Crisp. A bag? I saw a whole bag. I said, so I grabbed the bag and I just started backing up like, all right, <laughs> I don't even know if anybody see me, you know? Yeah. Put in the cart. I just got, I even shackled it down with the seatbelt just to keep the apple safe. First thing, came to the house, sliced it up for the boys. I said, hey, boys, do you know what these are? They said, no, daddy, these are apples. Mm, sweet apples. I said, no, 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 no. These are cosmic crisps. And they're like, what's a cosmic crisp? And I'm like, take a bite. What's a cosmic crisp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is like, I'm about to take a bite. So you can hear not only the crunch profile of this cosmic crisp, but also the juice profile. Because the cosmic crisp, what makes it so special is that it's sweet. To the core. There's not a part of the Cosmic Crisp that's not sweet. I mean, let me go ahead and take a bite. Let me see what this is going. Damn, bro. Oh, damn. I, I boy went in and out Man. <laughs> that's a cotton. Look, if you haven't tried. <laughs> If you haven't tried a Cosmic Crisp, please go to your local store and try it because they're fighting to be the number one apple in America. And I must say, what do you thought? You, I know you had a few bites earlier. I had it, bro. It was good. It was That's probably the most perfect apple I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> the most perfect apple. Look, look. He. This is not paid. This is purely from the heart. I'm trying to put y'all on to the Cosmic Crisp. It's hard to get your hands on it. I got a whole bag. So if you can't find it and you need to know the whereabouts, how at your boy. Because I got you. I got your back. But, you know, anything else you want to add before we close? No. Uh, well, I'll add this. I hope everyone had a uh, happy new year. You know, have a great start to 2021. Um, you know, let's put our best foot forward and 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 get better. You know, it's it's hey, it's, it's a new year, a fresh slate. So hey, let's get it. That's true. It is a new year. It's a fresh slate. And just understand, if anything in this year makes you angry, understand that anger, being upset, that's an emotion of the past, and you and that's not an emotion of the present or the future. You're not angry about things in the future. It's emotion of the past. So. If you find out you're angry about something, frustrated about something, just understand you're gone in the past. You need to get yourself back into the present and into the future. So again, about to introduce you to a juicy conversation with me and my wife. So you know, as I call it, me, myself, and Bly. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you. We'll see you later. Peace out. Peace.
Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> I was not expecting that. You weren't? No. What were you expecting? I don't know. You're expecting a what up? Yeah, you usually what up. And I'd be like, hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. How are you, though? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Just okay? I think so. Why just okay? I feel off. Why? What's wrong? I don't know why, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that I'm, like, kind of tired or all the things that I think about all the time. A little bit of both. Everything. Everything. All the above. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I told you, like, my body feels good. Mm-hmm. No, no, my body feels tired, but my mind feels, like, it's super just, up. Wow. Yeah, so I'm like, it's going to be a long night. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. You probably just need some rest, but then you can't rest because you got so much stuff that you need to do. So it's like your See, body and I your hear mind. This, I hear this pressure. Yeah, your body, your, your body and your mind is not connected. But you know me. I'm always telling you, you need to rest. Yeah, I know. So but I feel like I got enough rest, though. You sure? I feel like so. I feel like I feel like I did. Okay, well, it's late. So, you know, if you want to crawl in bed next to me, let me know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't skimp when it comes to uh, sleep. No, you really don't. You get more than enough. More than enough. Well, some nights, I mean, sometimes you'll get in bed at 6 a.m. I know. And then get up at 8 to bring the boys to school. I'm like, who does that? I know I can't. I cannot stay up past midnight. And if I'm up past midnight, it's like 12.02. 12.02. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, after a while, you know, um, you do have to catch up. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's what I did today. Yeah, you finally. I finally, for the first time in a really long time, took a nap. Like, and I didn't feel guilty about it. And I was just like, after I ate a big old bowl of pho, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to go take a nap. I jumped straight in that bed and I passed out. I think I even woke up in the middle of it and was like, whoa, I'm drooling. And then went right back <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I was so tired. Much needed rest. I didn't feel guilty. I needed it. And once I got up, I felt so refreshed. I think I was in the bed for maybe like an hour and a half to two hours. And normally my naps are like 30 minutes and I'm up. I just pop right up. But this time I was knocked out. Wow. Are you yeah. proud of yourself? Or? I am. I am. I'm proud of myself because I got up early this morning. I had a dentist appointment and then I ran some errands. So I actually got home like at 11 o'clock, I think. So, um, yeah, I was able to do everything I needed to do. Ate what I wanted to eat. Took me a nice long nap. Go free. I felt great. But then mm-hmm. the boys came home like about, you know, six o'clock and then, we're you know, dinner or whatever they're playing. And then, like, right before bedtime, Ida was like, Mama, why is the Christmas tree still up? (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, I know, don't worry, I'm going to take it down. And he's like, yeah, because Christmas is over. I was like, see, that's when that guilt started kicking in. Because I was supposed to take the Christmas tree down. Obviously, Christmas is over. And today was, like, my first, like, real off day since New Year's Day and Christmas. So I should have taken a Christmas tree down today. But I would say should have. Who under whose rule? Mine and obviously whatever <laughs> the rule, boys. Yeah, whatever rule Idol is following because he sure did tell me uh, the Christmas tree needs to come down, Mama. What do you think? When when's it too? Some people leave it up all year. They do, and you know, and I know in New Orleans they do that, especially my mom because she decorates the tree like for every holiday. So not, and she doesn't do it every year, but some years she she leaves the tree up and she'll have like a Mardi Gras theme tree or. You know, whatever holidays coming up, an Easter theme tree. So she does. She do that sometimes. But it's always like a small tree. It's never like the big Christmas tree like we have. You I know? feel like once you get past the next holiday, yeah. like Valentine's Day. Uh, 
No, see, for me, the Christmas tree has to come down like the first week of January. Man, since you brought up the first week of January, we just passed the first week into 2021. Really? Already? Yeah, this is actually the first episode of 2021. Oh my God, it is. I didn't yeah. even think of it. How do you feel wow. so far coming in? Oh my God, I feel the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I are mean, the same, it's horrible. Right? Yeah, it's horrible to say because, you know, usually it's like, okay, new goals, new me. I mean, it's just the same per. I'm the same person, like the same complaints, you know, the same energy, you know, I'm just the same I, I'm, person. I'm quick to say, like, I feel like I'm a new man, and then people always laugh. <laughs> Why? They were like, Happy New Year. I was like, Yeah, Happy New Year. I was like, I this is I'm a new man this year. I was like, No, I said, I'm a better man than yesterday. Oh, like, of like, course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I yeah. mean, that was my goal to just be better than who I was yesterday. Yeah. But I mean, I'm still the same person. I don't feel no different. I was at the dentist yesterday, and mm-hmm. my dentist, yeah, um, she was like, When she was working on me, Okay, I have these little, these certain type of like goggles they put on you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So under the light, you can see her front guard. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just splatter marks all oh. over it, right? Oh. So then I was like, when she got out, I was like, I don't want to make it awkward. But under a certain light, you got a bunch of splatters <gasps> on your um, on your mask. On your mask. And she said, I know. I didn't know that until COVID. I would usually work on people without anything yeah and she's like and then when i wash my face at night you know i'll feel stuff or whatever but that's where it's from oh wow so it was until she started wearing a mask yeah that she realized how much stuff gets in her face mm-hmm. that is so gross <laughs> ew so it's probably from like cleaning and the shaving of the teeth all that everything like, that the is splashback so everything and it goes into her face her eyes yeah everything wow that's disgusting yeah but she needs to be cleaning that like Every before every patient, though, right? Yeah, I would think. Oh, she lazy. I know it's funny <laughs> after after that I mentioned it. Yeah, you know I mentioned it more to say like, okay, when she was in my face, I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, like that's a whole, I was like that's a whole bunch of germs yeah. right in my face, right? Right. So I was mentioning that to say, hey, you should have it like cleaned up, right? Right. But she looked at it like, oh, you see it too? Like, yeah. I didn't know this until this. I'm like, uh, I'm not talking That's about. That's not why I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you, you got COVID on that mask, you know? Yeah, she probably does. But she should be cleaning it all the time if she's going to wear it. Yeah. That's kind of gross. So you, she probably can still get COVID. If probably. she touched, you know, the outside of her mask, I would think it would be on her hands. I don't know how this works, Ooh, honestly. My teeth get, they feel, feel nice so, and clean. Feel so much better. I just went in just to get my retainers checked. They just wanted to make sure it was all good. How's it? It's good. I mean, I don't really feel anything different, you know. I mean, everything still feels the same. You know, sometimes I feel guilty when I go to the dentist because they always ask, like, how's the flossing going? And I just lie. I be like, oh, it's going great. Uh, you don't floss like that? You <laughs> no, don't floss every day? I don't floss day? every day. No, I floss, like, every few days, if that. And because of the retainer, you can't floss with the retainer. You have to use a water pick. And so I lied and said that um, flossing is going great, but I can't get passive past the retainer so i just use a water pick on my gums and she's like perfect perfect your teeth and gums look great i'm just like now you know i haven't been flossing uh, <laughs> i stay flossing you do stay flossing i just don't i used to have a really good habit of it um like i used to floss all the time and now i'm just like <sighs> what changed i'm lazy i'm just lazy i'm just lazy i just don't want to do it it's but a you, lot of work isn't that like a trigger word for you lazy well, yeah, when other people call me lazy, 
But you can call yourself lazy. I can call myself lazy. Because I know I'm not lazy. I'm just lazy when it comes to flossing. Doesn't that make you kind of like speaking into existence when you're like, hey, I'm lazy, I'm lazy. And then when other people call you lazy, you're like, uh, no, I'm not. No, it's not that. Because, you know, well, okay, my mom, she called me lazy one day. This was a few days ago that she was here to visit for like a week. And mind you, I had just worked like a nine-hour shift. And then after that, I went straight to um, an event that I did for uh, Bly's Pretty Palettes. And so I didn't come home to maybe like, I don't know, 10, 10, 30 that night. And I had left the house maybe like 9, 30, 10 o'clock that morning. So I had worked all day. And then the next morning I was like, okay, well, maybe I could lay in the bed. She's here. She can help with the kids. And so it's like, what, 9, 30 in the morning before I had to go to work. And she walks in and she's like, oh, you're still laying in, laying in the bed. You need to get up. You're lazy. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> I am not lazy. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that I slept in since you've been here this whole week. You know, and I wasn't even asleep. I was mm-hmm. just laying there because she was making breakfast for everybody. But then when she called me lazy, it did kind of trigger me. I just gave her that look like, what are you talking about? I had a really long day yesterday. You so know? you wouldn't you wouldn't say mothers know? No, they don't know. I mean, I'm a mom. Look, I know. I'm just saying. But I think it is triggering to call somebody lazy, especially when they know they're not lazy. You can be lazy at certain things, like flossing your teeth, but I know I'm not a lazy person. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not I'm a not a lazy person. person. So when she said that I was lazy because I stayed in bed because she had everything handled, you know, it did kind of push a button for me because I'm like, you don't really understand like the day that I had yesterday. Like, mm-hmm. I am extremely tired. And this is the first time that I've slept in in a really, really long time. You know, and sleeping in for me is like 8, 8, 8 a.m. You know, anything mm-hmm. anything past 730 is sleeping in for me. So, you know, it's all good, though. How did um how did your event go? It went really good. I mean, it was. So it was for six girls. It was mm-hmm. a birthday party mm-hmm. and it happened on January 1st. So it was like a great kind of event to like kickstart the year yeah. off. So it went really, really well. Uh, she rented out like this dope Airbnb. She had all her friends come and it was, you know, like I said, a birthday party, had a private chef. The place was like really, really beautiful. But when we got there, we did think it was going to be like a palette party where I have my palettes. Indoor palette yeah, party. Indoor palette party. You know, we have it all set up and all that good stuff. But Actually, she didn't want a pallet party. She just wanted me to decorate the dining room table. So that kind of threw me for a little twist mm-hmm. um, or threw me for a loop, whatever people say. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to kind of like re like figure out how I'm going to set everything up. And that kind of, you know, it caught me off guard. But then I had to like, OK, think, 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 what can I do? What can I do to make the table look beautiful? And I just kind of just thought, OK, well, it's kind of like the palette. It's the same thing. It's a flat surface. But it was a little bit more smaller and it was more narrow. So I was like, okay, well, I can do the exact same thing, but just kind of not put as much on the table, but still have everything represented, I guess. So I did it and it worked out and it was beautiful. She loved it. Her friends loved did it. You, did you panic a little bit? I did. I, I went into a little panic mode. I even tried to convince her, like, I think you should do a palette party, like indoor. It's going to be dope. You mm-hmm. know, we got everything here. We can set up. Like, I think it's going to be real creative. It's going to be different. You know, that's what I'm I'm convincing her. And she's like, no, like, I want it on the dining room table. And I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. You know, cool. No problem. And, you know, she started to kind of freak out a little bit because it's her birthday. And I guess she felt kind of bad that the communication was a little bit off between her and I. But I was like, look, we still going to make it fabulous. Don't worry about it. So we 
we set up and it was really, really beautiful. And I mean, it, it just, came, it all came together. Everything that she wanted was exactly what was on the table and she loved it. So oh, good. That's all that really Congrats. matters to me. That's great. Thank you. Good way to start the year. I know. And so now, you know, the next event really is my sister got engaged. I don't even know if I mentioned that. She got engaged on Christmas Day. Oh, congrats. Congrats. Yeah, so whole family. This is I great. I know. She's, she's gotten engaged. And um, so now I'm helping plan her engagement party, which will be in Houston, literally a month from today. So I'm already stressed out. We had our first, like, FaceTime call today about it. And already things are just, like, not what I thought it would be. You know, it's mm -hmm. a lot of, like, communication issues and not really like on my end. I'm just asking a lot of questions so I can figure out what it is that I need to do. But she wants me to like partner with the person um, who I guess manages the, the venue, I want to mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, there's like a lack of communication there. And then like, you know, my sister and her fiance, they're kind of like, they stay, they have two different visions. So now it's trying to like put those two visions together and make one. Yeah. And, but they're like on two opposite sides. Like he is wanting something extremely formal and she's wanting something like extremely casual. So I'm like, okay, how can we meet in the middle? So having a FaceTime call with like three people and the kids like ripping and running. I was like, all right, y'all, y'all figure that out. Coming back when y'all, y'all on the same page so that's basically how it went but the way i look at it is basically you know let the woman take the lead yeah I, and I, I that's what i would think too because this is i think that's what women want to do anyway when it mm -hmm. comes to weddings men y'all just want to show up you know yeah, but you've seen it on like what are those called uh bridezilla oh yeah exactly where like the husband mm -hmm. takes a big role yeah into choosing this choosing that choosing that and then you know the wife yeah. Or the soon to be wife is over here choosing this, shooting, you know, mm -hmm. and it becomes where, you know, who is this really for? Exactly. You know, I mean, it's really for the the wife, the woman. Mm -hmm. Like we enjoy the weddings way more than the men. The men just want to show up suited and booted. Like just tell him what color to wear. And he good, you know. Mm -hmm. So but I think because he wants to have a say so in it as well, you know, and she does, too. It's like. They they just have two visions for two different visions for it. And my sister's like, this is very casual. This is just an engagement party just to like announce that we're engaged. And he's like, I want it to be formal, like suit tie, suited booty. What? Yeah. And she's like, this isn't a wedding. This mm -hmm. is like literally an engagement party. And I'm telling her, I'm like, yeah, like Michael and I, we had a our engagement party at a bowling alley. Remember mm -hmm. in Houston, we had everybody come out and it was such a good time. It, for us, it was more fun to like announce we're engaged and everybody just have fun. But and that's what she wants as well. But he wants it to be a little bit more like very formal, which is cool. Like she wants cupcakes. He wants like a, a two, three tier cake. Yeah, so he's like, I want a cake. She's like, I just want cupcakes. Where's he getting all these ideas from? I don't know. And then he wants a caterer, and she's like, um, I'm going to actually cook the food. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was just like, y'all are seeing it two different, like, you, y'all are, <laughs> are two opposites right now. So y'all figure out what y'all want to do. Call me back, because I just can't do this FaceTime thing. You know, because I'm talking to her, but then she's looking at him, and he's speaking to her, and I'm just like, all right, y'all call me back when y'all figure it out. It's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot, and that's why I was just like, see, that's why we ain't had to do all that. I just made it real easy for us. Like, you know, let's let's cut it out. Yeah, I feel like, you know, again, this is just for us. <clears throat> for us, yeah. You know, like, I let you take the lead on the whole, the whole thing. This is true. Because I'm like, I think whose idea was a lucky strike anyways? I don't know. It could have been just both of ours. Mm -hmm. And then I was pregnant, so we couldn't go bowling anyway. 
I mean, well, I couldn't bowl. So, um, I saw that TikTok with that girl, uh, that TikTok. Oh, um, the Instagram. The real. Yeah. Where she like, her water broke. I know. You sometimes see women be like super aggressive, you <laughs> know, working, like, you know, they're working out doing like all this. <laughs> it's like your stomach is right oh, there. But she probably was trying to get pregnant. I mean, she probably was at the very end. Obviously, if her water broke, she probably was at the very end. But when we had our engagement party, I had, I was probably only like, I don't know, two, three months pregnant, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I was barely showing. I think I was only showing because I had ate the food at the bowling alley. And you had short hair then. I did have short hair. You remember. Yeah. Well, I might cut it off again. We'll see. Uh-oh. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Women always see. want to cut their hair. I know, because I'm just tired start of my fresh. hair. I just be wanting to start fresh, chop it off. And I feel like I always cut my hair when it's like a huge moment in my life. So I don't know. We'll see. What's on your mind? What's been on your mind? Like anything mm, like new? Anything that nothing is really you? new? I mean, so at work we had one person test positive um, for COVID, and then uh, two days later we had another coworker who had to leave and be quarantined because her husband tested positive. So it was just like my store manager was just trying to figure out, okay, like the timeline of who was around this person around this time and for how long. And he was even thinking about just having the entire team quarantined. And I was just like, look, Oh, like th- close the store. Yeah. I was like, this is not, that's not like really an option, you know? So, I mean, he was just hitting me up a lot of text messages today, just trying to figure out like, okay, you were around this person at this time. I see it on the camera, but I can't see what y'all were really doing. Did you take your mask off? Were y'all eating breakfast? I'm like, dude, I can't even remember what I did earlier today. You asking me something that happened a week ago. You know, I'm like, I honestly Mm -hmm. can't remember. So it was just, that was a little stressful, just trying to help him figure all that out. But then at the end of the day, nobody has to quarantine. So we're all good. We just ended up getting like a deep cleaning at the store. But I'm just like, at this point, I mean, everybody going to catch it. I'm not going to say everybody. Obviously, I'm trying not. I'm trying my hardest not to catch it. But people are going to catch it. You know, I I just. You feel like you're going to catch it at one point? I mean, I would hope not because we do what we're supposed to do to not catch it. I'm always wearing my mask. I'm always washing my hands. If y'all see my hands, they are so dry right now and raggedy because of the hand sanitizer and washing my hands so much. But um, I don't. I mean, I don't. Obviously, I'm not trying to catch it. But at the end of the day, I feel like everybody's going to catch it or somebody you know that's close to you is going to catch it. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. You just have to try your best to protect yourself. And that's what I've been doing. So, and Yeah, I talked earlier in the earlier segment about mm-hmm. uh, Dominic passing. Oh, yeah, I know. That is insane. Mm-hmm. The fact that we you just saw him like two weeks ago for your birthday. I'm just like, how... You know what I mean? And that's probably the only person that you know, like, yeah, personally that passed from mm-hmm. COVID. It's just, it's crazy. I don't know. It's just so weird to me. Yeah, because, you know, it is super real. Yeah, it is. Very. And serious. Because, you know, I talked to my uncle in Nigeria, too. Mm-hmm. He talks about all these, you know, ways that they protect themselves. Because so far in Nigeria, only 1,300, not even that, Yeah, have passed from it. But mm-hmm. they do this whole drinking this certain, like, concoction in the morning yeah to protect your body mm-hmm. and it's like uh, i forgot what it was it's like um uh ginger mm-hmm. garlic lemon okay and they drink that or something like that in the morning mm-hmm. and they drink it at night yeah but then they say oh we're gonna go to a party we drink one right before the party and run right mm-hmm. after and i was like is this something like 
y'all do or everybody's like no everybody does oh it. wow yeah and i was like okay i need that recipe i know if they only had not even 1300 deaths total mm-hmm. where we have like over 3000 people dying a day or something like mm-hmm. that i don't know maybe we need to get on that recipe too like what is it i mean i know yeah. you just said it but i don't know i think it's um, just some holistic stuff you know i'm down for it the same thing happened around ebola Mm-hmm. When Nigeria had a Ebola for really it's a quick moment, remember? Yeah, like, I remember. Yeah, like six years ago, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they did the same thing. Yeah, they said it doesn't keep you from getting it; it just protects your body in the case that you do get it. Like you can fight it. Basically. Yeah, make sure that your body's prepared to fight gotcha. it, or it makes it maybe weaker by the time it does attack. But I'm hearing all these little spinoffs from like what happens when you have COVID. They're saying that some people have lost their sense of taste and lost their sense of smell permanently permanently yeah oh no yeah yeah that would suck and then you know this is the worst one i think everyone fears alzheimer's to a certain extent you know so they said that it breaks down your uh exterior brain like Mm -hmm. lining wow that separates your brain from like your skull which is supposed to protect you from like bacteria and Mm -hmm. things like that and that you know starts to like um decay oh wow under covid you know so that it's going to create like, you know, um, complications in the future. You right, know, exactly. So we basically just going to die younger. Oh, don't say that. I mean, that's what it sounds like. You know, if it's going to happen over time, like. Not we, but you're well, saying it's everyone in the entire world. Well, not everyone, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying whoever catches it and it affects them in that way. Because it seems like, you know, long time ago, people used to live up to like 120, 150. Now it's like, okay, 85, 90, if you're lucky. Now it looks like, I don't know what, 65, 70 maybe? 65, 70. I, that's crazy. I wow. would hope that's not the case, but that's what it sounds like, you know? I mean, with, with COVID being here? Yeah, I would think so. Oh. Um, I wonder what, like, how the world feels about the vaccine. I know a few people who already um, have taken it. Have taken it, yeah, because they work in a hospital. So they had to take it. Um, but I don't know. What do you think? About me taking the vaccine or just in about general? About you. About you taking um, it. Okay, for anything, I don't want to be the first batch, you know? <laughs> I know. Even when they said iPhone 1, I'm like, wait till iPhone 2 comes no, out. Oh, my goodness. Get all the you kinks know? out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get all the bugs out, exactly. you know? But um, I, do, I would like for them to advance it based on, like, if they push out, let's say, you know, um, 30 million. Mm-hmm. I think they're at, like, 10 million. I'm not sure. Yeah. Let's say 30 million. Mm-hmm. I want to see what it does with that population. Right. You know, and then they will refine it. Based on that, you know, um, the results from that situation. So from there, I'll be a little bit more confident to Mm -hmm. see millions of people have taken it already. Right. And then, you know, there's no like terrible like outcome. Man. Or stories, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I think that's like what everyone's worried about. It's like, okay, is this going to affect my DNA? Right. And, you know, so... It's it's just so foreign of a under you know of an understanding that we have at least mm-hmm. myself of what that will do to you exactly. You know? Do you feel like they didn't test it long enough? You feel like they just kind of rushed it a little bit? No, I don't think they rushed it. I just know that the the process already. Mm-hmm. Well, think about it. They had more money invested in this particular vaccine than any other vaccine ever. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas in the past, there's you talking about vaccine. It takes them years, you know, like 10, 20, 30 years to develop it because they're doing it based off donations, based off, you know, grants, 
But this, you're talking about billions, yeah. if not close to trillions spent on this particular thing worldwide focused on this because it's so bad. Right. And then, you know, some of the things that they did before to, you know, to make it a little bit faster in the process is due to the fact that um, it was a slow process in the past. Mm -hmm. So they already had some certain things already prompted and they just kind of like moved it kind of like uh, I think they call it Operation Warp Speed. Mm -hmm. So it is much faster, but it's not based on like cutting corners. It's just that literally everyone's working on it. Gotcha. So um, overall, I feel like efficacy wise, like if it's safe um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I know, i'm still on it i don't know too yeah i mean if they make it mandatory i'd be like yeah, they, i don't okay. they won't make it mandatory like any yeah just like any vaccine yeah yeah which is what i feel like is makes it more trustworthy right for the fact that it isn't mandatory but then you got some jobs that are saying if you don't take it exactly you know you could lose your job yeah and i even well someone told me that um and I don't know if it's true. She voted for Trump. But uh, she told me that if you travel out the country and you don't take the, take the vaccine, that you can't travel. It's something where they will they can check to see if you took the vaccine. Yeah, they said it was like a, a vaccine passport or something like that. What? Where you get like a little like slip that goes with your passport. Really? So that you know that you've taken it. Wow. But even now, the main one, you have to take it twice. Mm -hmm. You got to take the first one and then you exactly. got to wait like two weeks or something like that. Yeah. And then you got to take it again. Yeah. My, my coworker, her uh, husband is a nurse. And so he took it in, I think the last week of December. And so he's taking it again. I think the last week of January. So he'll be I want to get the, round. I want to get the check where they check if you ever had it. Oh yeah. I want to see that too. It's like a serology test. I want to see that too. Cause, uh, yeah, I, I want to know. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Because I remember at one time I couldn't smell anything. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I was like, I can't smell nothing. Like, we had a candle lit and everything. I was like, do you smell this candle? Because I don't smell it. It'll smell good. Yeah, it didn't smell like anything. <laughs> so I was just like, and then I was tired, but we had just got back from vacation. So I just assumed because we just drove all the way to New Orleans and then Florida and then back. I was a little bit sick then. Yeah, you were. And then, but I was so tired, but I just thought maybe it was just because we were on the road for so long. And then I remember not being able to smell my favorite candle, which I thought was weird. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe I had it. And I just, not around that time though. I'm talking, I think we had it earlier than that. Well, yeah, that too. That, and maybe, but see, maybe I had it. If we had it earlier than that, maybe I caught it again and it was just more, my <laughs> symptoms was, you know what I mean? My symptoms weren't as like you know, strong because I already had it. Yeah. You know, cause it is weird to lose your sense of smell. Cause I know I couldn't smell my favorite candle. I was like, I don't smell anything. You might've just, you might've just been tripping that day. And maybe cause I was just so tired. Yeah. I was so tired. I do remember that, but I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I want to do that test to see if I've ever had it. Yeah. If I have any like antibodies or anything like that. Yeah. And then, um, I'd be surprised if I ever did though. Cause I, I feel like I just, I'm not saying I just feel like I don't, I'll never get it. Yeah. But I just feel like I'm not in people's faces like that. No, you never are. But I do remember that one time that you were so sick. I mean, mm -hmm. episodes, I remember. I don't remember, like 20-something maybe? Mm -hmm. And you lost your voice. You were so sick. So mm -hmm. I was like, I think, and then I, oh my goodness, I remember you were like sleeping, cold, but you were hot. See, the time, but the time you're talking about, you said I was sick like December time before. I think it was like November, yeah. Um, Was it like what? I think it might have been November, November, December uh, of what? Of twenty nineteen. But I didn't start the podcast till twenty twenty. Oh wait, I'm confused. Then wait, no, 
Yeah. I don't know. So when you talk well, about true. that first time, you say, oh, you're so sick. Was it in November? No, but I remember whatever, whenever time you were sick, that was the time we did the podcast. Yeah, there was a time I did the podcast and I was sick. No, I'm sorry. It wasn't November. I think it was in March because I ended up getting sick right before we had to shut the, the store down because mm-hmm. everybody had to be quarantined. I agree with that one. So that was the time that I remember. So that was in March. Mm-hmm. I think early March when you were like really, really sick. So it wasn't November. It was March. Okay. I just got my timing off. No, no, no. I'm, I'm the one who brought up November. The oh, okay. one before that because there's a time where... You said, well, we're talking when it first started. Mm-hmm. And you said, I think you were sick. Remember when you were sick before? And mm-hmm. it was like, it was before. Oh, before. Yes, it was before. But then I did get sick on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I had to like, I was taking every type of yeah, medicine. Yeah, it was bad. It was, I remember it was really bad. Yeah. And then I remember Kenzo got sick because I remember having to take him to the doctor. And then like two days later, I got sick where I completely lost my voice as well, too. So we could have had it then because we all were like super sick. Yeah. But who knows? It could have just been a flu. I just feel like uh, maybe I feel tired or tight right now because everything that's happening where mm-hmm. you got the passing of Dominic. Mm-hmm. Then you have, you know, um, Capitol Hill being stormed. Which is insane. Yeah, like crazy. One person got shot and she, I think she's pronounced dead. Yeah, she was dead. Yeah, yeah. she was pronounced dead. Mm-hmm. And then it's just so many uh, different things to start the year. I know. It's like 2021. <laughs> what happened? Like we six days in. And yeah, but I didn't have chaos. any expectations anyway. I mean, I didn't either. Trust me. I didn't think that once it hit January 1st, then it would just start all over. Like for real, for real. I just knew the madness was just going to continue <laughs> until the next, you know, into the next year. <laughs> but I didn't, I never would have thought that this, something like this would have happened. Mm. But then again, mm, nah, I'm, I'm sure I've, I've thought of this. Yeah, it's just weird that they were able to go inside and sit and take selfies and write little notes. One guy took a selfie with the police officer. That's what I'm saying. That, crazy? that is so crazy. Like, let that have been a group of black people, Black Lives Matter. There would have been tear gas, guns. You know what I mean? It would have mm-hmm. been like, it would have been chaos. Black. You know did, what I mean? Did, if you could, if anybody listening or watching could use their imagination <sighs> and think that. In the times that, you know, uh, black people weren't being listened to, mm-hmm. that they stormed the Capitol house. Right. I mean, Capitol building. Broke the window. Broke in, yeah. Broke inside. Started, like, looting certain things from inside. You know <laughs> what this place would look like? America would melt down. They're like, oh, they would say, God. bring in the National the, the Guard. Na- bring in, you yeah. already know. The tanks are coming. ASAP. Bring in the riot gear, bring in everything you could think of. The city would be on fire. And then think about it. In that Capitol building, they'll be like, oh, do y'all remember bloody, you know, uh, uh, bloody Wednesday? (laughs) You know, and it'll be the day where there's so many black people who Mm -hmm. were killed based on them breaking into the... They said, what were you thinking, black people? It was a federal building. Exactly. You had had guns and sticks and da-da-da-da-da. Exactly. You know? But then here we are just watching all these Trump supporters just doing whatever they want to do. And only one person died mm-hmm. and it probably was by accident. But see, a lot of these people didn't even have to die. I think they're even now um, talking about holding, which are not, you mm-hmm. know, holding Trump um, accountable for the deaths that happened due to him mm-hmm. and his. Because, you know, a lot of this is that he has what is called like denial of failure. Yeah. You yes. know, um, 
whatever it takes, he cannot be seen as a loser. Exactly. His ego is just way too big. Yeah, his ego would not let him be seen as a loser. So he's taking it this far to let people know, like, I didn't lose. Even in his address to get people to calm down mm -hmm. from the whole Capitol Hill thing, he had to, you know, like, just... Reiterate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, you know, this was robbed. This was stolen from us. Exactly. Calm down. But he still, he still does these whole, you know... uh Dog whistles to yes. people, you know, mm -hmm. he's still kind of egging them on. It's just like, man, I, I just don't understand it. It's just crazy to me. Like, I really want to, like, knock on our neighbor's door and be like, hey, what do y'all think about what's going on? They probably like out there protesting yeah. right now, you know, <laughs> like they probably out there doing the same thing because, you know, they're they're Trump supporters. And I don't know. I'm sure they would be all for what one of see. our neighbors. Yeah, neighbor. one of our neighbors, not yeah. all of them, just one. But I'm sure they are like all for and they're probably like in their house right now, just like excited about what's going on. But had it be black lives matter, you know, it'll be like, Oh, see, you guys just don't listen. You need to sit down. You know what I mean? It just, it just would be a totally different story. And I know it'll be, it'll just be, it'll just be crazy right now, but I don't, I just don't understand what's happening. I just don't get yeah, it. No. That's the privilege. That's the privilege that you're seeing right now. The, the white privilege is that they can storm into this federal building take things, take pictures, selfies with police yeah, officers. Yeah. Uh, right on Pelosi's yeah, table. Table and writing notes. One person looked like they was like smoking a cigar. I'm just like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't even be able, we wouldn't even make it on the lawn. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't be able to jump over any fence. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But the fact but that they were using the barricades to even to get help. over. <laughs> I know. It's like, where the police at? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who's watching this building? Where y'all at? Mm -hmm. It's just so weird. To, it's crazy to me, but that's white privilege. Yeah, I know. Right there. And that's what I this mean, country is showing people. Exactly. And, you know, you would think that, which has been the craziest four years Ever, ever, ever. Mm -hmm. You would think that, you know, we're trying to heal and process and get through it. Yeah. But then the world's looking now like, what? Again? Again? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I the world looking at us like, y'all are crazy. Yeah. Y'all just ain't got it's it together. America's so ghetto. I, this is the ghetto. This is the ghetto. But you know what? We're just going to sit back. We're going to be quiet. We're just going to watch it. Ain't really nothing we could do. Like, black people don't even get involved. Don't even go join in don't even do anything just sit back and watch it because this is just crazy yeah it's just all chaotic and crazy so i guess that means i should go ahead and buy that uh machete i've been talking about i mean we might have to i don't <laughs> know look i don't know what we might have to do but i feel like you just we just have to protect ourselves going forward i don't know i i, I just don't know what are your thoughts on guns now I'm, you know, I'm still against guns. I do not like guns, but if we need to have one to protect ourselves, I mean, I'm all for it. But then again, it's Texas. So it's like, as a black person, if you shoot a, you know, white person that's on your lawn, you might end up going to jail for it. That's what you, you kind of yeah, fear feel like those little things. Yeah, I feel like it'll always like turn back on us. Like, oh, well, you guys shouldn't have had a gun in the first place. You know, I don't know. I just feel like the law, it, it, the law, the laws, it, they don't protect us. You know what I mean? It's not for us. So it's just like. There is a, there is a slight miseducation, though, when it comes to what people expect when they do get a gun. Because, mm -hmm. you know, what people are, are fearful of, at least myself, is that, you know, we got kids in the house. Yeah, exactly. And mistakes, you know, I'm not clumsy free. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So imagine for some reason, yeah, anything could possibly happen. You have that 
See, know. that's the reason why I don't like guns. Like mm-hmm. I said before, my grandfather had guns. He had like those old time guns, you know, but I do remember. Like the powder? You could... No, not the powder, but they were like this long skinny gun, you yeah. know, you put bullets in it. But I do remember like I knew exactly where he had it because he did show us. He was like, it's in my closet on the top. It was a lockbox, you know, so he would take it out. You know, he wasn't shy about it. He would clean it in front of us. So he would show us like, oh, you put the bullets in. But he wouldn't shoot it. He wouldn't have us shoot it. He would always hold it. But I think it was his way of like educating us to let us know like it's dangerous. But you guys know where it is. But don't touch it type thing. And none of us ever play with it. But I mean, it's always been scary to me to see like an actual gun. And I know what it can do to people. So it's just like I've seen or not seen. I've heard about kids finding a gun and they're playing and then it's, you know, I know how to hide it though, because, um, my dad was a, he, he was poor at hiding. Oh really? Your dad had a gun. Yeah. He had a gun (gasps) and we found it and we played with it too. Really? Yeah. We played with it. And, um, then he also had like a BB gun Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. So we didn't know the difference, but yeah, it wasn't as if like anybody got shot or anything like that. But I do know that had that, had like bullets, bullets in, it, in it yeah then yeah one of us will probably be and gone. see that's what i'm saying we got two boys like that's they love all that that type of stuff guns and cars you know that's what they play with so i could just imagine one day you leave it out because you're cleaning it and you had to like no. rush out and you know the way, I mean? the way my dad would do it is that mm-hmm. think about it i knew there's probably things that he had to hide right so I will go in certain like drawers mm-hmm. or certain places in the closet yeah. that they think I would never go to. Exactly. And then look in these little places. Like imagine, you know, in our closet, I have those like those little plastic drawers or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, my dad would hide it in a place like that mm-hmm. under, yeah. you know, like certain clothes like or clothes something. or something yeah. like that. And that's the first place I'll look under, check the corners. Yeah. But under. you have a child. Your oldest is like a spitting image of you. Mm-hmm. He, he, the stuff he says is only stuff that you would say. So can you just imagine if we had a gun, he would be snooping just like you did. Yeah, yeah, but it has to, I can outsmart that. And he can too. No, what I'm saying (laughs) is that there's things that are based on angles. Yeah. That you might not see or understand. Right, You know, just like if I hit something on the top part of this, Mm -hmm. you know, little outlet or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know to look open a drawer, but you don't think to look under and True. feel it i understand that but as kids you're so curious even let's say we're playing hide and seek one day and he decides to hide underneath that table or he decides to hide in you know in one of these corners and he happens to see it yeah no not the gun would just be out it'll be you in know, a lock box that you would need your thumb or Something toe to get that, in yeah I, I don't know i'm just so I, I obviously you could feel and that i'm uncomfortable about this whole conversation you know, I just want to do the best for our family. I do want to protect our family, but you know, maybe I need to go to like some gun classes. Uh, yeah, that's why. Okay, that's what, that's why it. I brought it up. Like, uh, yeah. there's a miseducation about what people expect when they do get a gun, mm-hmm. and that going to class and uh, getting trained and understanding mm-hmm. the risk and how to mitigate the risk and yeah. what you should expect. You know, with the firearm. You know, right, right. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. If I can just hold one, put one in my hand then maybe I'll be okay. I've never shot a gun before, so maybe I just need to get comfortable with shooting a gun or something because I'm just very like, hmm. Yeah, let's go to the you shooting know? range. Yeah, we can do that. I've, we've always wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, together, and I've, I think I've either backed out or something always came up. But, <laughs> I mean, growing up, when you hear, like, 
bullets in the neighborhood, you know, nothing about guns excitement. You don't hear bullets, too much gunshots. True, gunshots, yeah, <laughs> but not hear bullets, but yeah, I hear gunshots, you know, and um, yeah, it just doesn't excite me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's not your steez. It's not my steez, you know, so it's all good, though. I mean, let's, let's just, you know. See where this conversation takes us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to see. But I, I told you, but you're open to machetes. Uh, no, <laughs> I think I would rather have a gun than a machete. For real? Why? And then wait, why? Why would you want a machete? You actually got to get close to the person, and then you got to chop them. But well, well, you got to think. You're thinking if you have a gun, mm-hmm. and you run out. Ding, ding, ding. Oh yeah. my god, I'm out. But a machete, Hold on, let me reload. babe. You got to go. You got to hold their arm, and then you got to chop it. And then you got to keep on chopping yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but a machete. Ooh, can you even get through a bone? Think about it. Machete, like, you would have to have both. I don't know. That just sounds even dangerous. If I walked in a house and a guy had a machete, mm-hmm. I'm not messing with that guy. <laughs> Y'all just be running around the house. Call me up. <laughs> Call me up. Like, he has a machete. And I was like, all right. You're like, no, I'm going the opposite I way. I got to go. See, but then you have to chase the person. If you had, a, if I had a machete, if you had, so what if you had a machete and that person had a gun? It's the same as having a bat. You, I feel like at the end of the day, no one's gonna be sharpshooting. You know what I mean? That's true. So they're gonna be in some level, like a quarter <laughs> where, I mean, we know the house better than they do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So he's gonna be over here like, oh, I'll be on this <laughs> He be shooting at the walls. He be like ducking and diving, sliding on the floor. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, look, I'm I'm okay with the bat. I'm cool with that. A metal bat. A metal bat. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, see, you got me all just like nervous. Yeah, no. I mean, it's all good. Look, let's do the gun. Let's do the machete. Let's do the bat. You know, I support so you, you, you. I support you, you, you 100. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Anything you need to do to protect our family, and then you know, like I said, I'll go to the shooting range. I'll shoot. You know, I'll shoot a few, few little bullets. And There's a um all that good stuff. Yeah, we need to get you like in the game where you could shoot and understand. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Um, yeah, I agree. You know, uh, <clears throat> have you heard this word? Sardonic. Sardonic? Mm-hmm. No. Sardonic is like someone who's like bitter. I was going to say it sounds kind of demonic. <laughs> <laughs> Sardonic sounds demonic. Yeah, demonic. Yeah, it's, um, it's actually, you know, someone being like bitter or like scornful or anything like that mm. towards somebody okay very sardonic towards me like girl damn you so sardonic nice little adjective for the boys man. i like that that's a nice word i've never even heard that word before it's nice yeah it's soft you know soft reminds me of like sardines no, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like the i like the letter s it's very nice well-rounded this is so hilarious sardonic yeah and um you, you can you guess my favorite number three yeah, oh. it's the juiciest. Uh, Ew, because it has like two like butts. Yeah, and yeah. Kind of squeeze. No, it. not that. It's like butts. I mean, if you turn <laughs> it like on its back, it's just a nice soft. You know when you have um like those blow up numbers yeah. and blow up letters, mm-hmm. like did you get for your birthday or mm-hmm, something? Mm-hmm. The three just seems so nice and nice and soft. Like because you can grab the three with both hands. Oh my god, you, you can. Keep, you keep doing this. Yeah, because if you lay the three on its back, it's like two cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> No. That is so funny. I don't have a favorite number. No. Mm-mm. People always ask me. I don't have I just like even numbers. I used to say double zero, but you know how that goes. You also said your favorite color was clear. Which is true. Oh, y'all. He told me that like back in a day. I used to tell Bly a lot of things. I used to tell her 
when we first met, I used to tell her that uh, her and her sister that um, I don't. I don't. I don't do number two. You did tell me and that. And then I take a pill, and it just dissolves in my you body. Did, and I believed it. So gullible. But then I was like, that don't make any sense. That is such a lie. <laughs> yeah, you used to make up all kinds of stories. Yeah, I know. And that whole clear. My favorite color is clear. I was like, this guy is weird. <laughs> what, what is he talking about? His favorite color is clear. Yeah, I was always trying to like be for, different. Forced it too hard. <laughs> They're like, what's your favorite number? I'm like. Double zero. They're like, oh my god. <laughs> that that was yeah. That was probably my reaction to everything you said. That oh yeah. My it's god. Like, yeah, why, why don't you say zero? And then people used to tell me mm-hmm. zero is not a number. You know what? The boys told me that too. Mm-hmm. I was like, zero is a number. No, they say zero is not a number. It's not a number. No. See, the boys be teaching me. Yeah, the zeros before a number, which what? is crazy. Because you know you got you got uh, one. Mm-hmm. I think negative one. Is it a number? Is a number, but, but zero is not. But yeah, because like it's not anything. Oh, the boys did tell me that like last Something week. Something like that. You know they be they be teaching. Don't me, don't though. don't even quote me because no, you know I want I want to find out like I won't is quote zero. You. But you know what kind of gets under my skin though now that I'm like eight years in in uh, Texas when I ask people for their phone number you know at work and they always say five o four I'm like. Do you mean zero or five zero four? <laughs> ah, look, look at this. Look at this. It says, um, is zero a number? Ask Dr. Math. It oh. says, I see that it is not recognized as a real number, but as a whole number, integer, etc. It seems that no, I guess it isn't. So it's not a number? Yeah, wow. I gotta read all this just to kind of get that. Look, oh they could just God. say yes or no. I know exactly. So zero is not a number, y'all. Just like I think the boys told me that Mars is not a planet. Is it Mars? Oh, no, Pluto. Which, Pluto. Pluto is not a planet. Well, it's not included in our solar system anymore or something. I was like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. I'm just learning They'll this stuff They'll be here teaching us all this stuff. They're like, wow. It's crazy. But it's kind of cool. Yeah, but, you know, um, anything that you're looking forward to this week? Um, No, nothing Nothing exciting is coming up. Oh, Friday. Um, Friday is my facial day and I'm taking you with me. Hey. So we both are going to get facials, but we both are going to get chemical pills. Yeah. So I know you said you were a little nervous about it. Yeah. Cause I said it could be, it could go either way. Remember I said that if I get it, my face may be perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, right. Cause remember it's already perfect. No, it's high quality. It's not perfect. I'm playing. This boy and, high quality. And I, if I got it, I was like, man, how it's even more perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Then I, one day, I was like, hold on, how about the opposite happen? <laughs> you know, where it like messes up my my skin, it messes up my skin tone or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and I'm over here like fighting my whole life just to try to get back to what I was before. You know? Yeah, I don't think it would do that. I mean, it could though. It could. But you know, I, you don't need a chemical pill. You probably could just do like a cute little facial. Cute little facial? Just Are you serious? Little, you hear this? Just, just do a little facial, you know, a little mask. A little some. A little some, you know. But I look forward to it, though. I'm excited. I don't think we've ever had a facial together. But well, I, never like met, I never met your esthetician. Oh, yeah. So this will be your first time meeting Miss Brenda. Super sweet lady. Super sweet. Yeah. And it's black owned, too. FYI. Hey. hey. Yeah. And um, yeah, supporting her and doing mm-hmm. that. That'd be great. I yeah. look forward to that. That's this Friday, right? Mm-hmm. This Friday. Man. This week, this week went. It's going by faster. too fast. Yeah, but you know, I can't even say that because it's always so cliche to say it's going by so fast. No, it's true. I think the older you get, the faster days go. Maybe because you just look forward to. I don't know. I know some people look forward to the weekends. I, you know, I look forward to just my next day off. 
Mm-hmm. I'm always like, okay, when is, my, when is my next day off? That's like the days that I look forward to. So maybe, maybe that's why when you get older, you just look forward to like your weekend or your next day off. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Because, I but I don't have that type of schedule. You don't have that schedule, I know. But see, the boys look forward to, to weekends, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they know, like, okay, like, Mama, today's Friday. Like, Happy Meals, we on Friday. <laughs> and they know, like, Saturday we go to the park with Daddy. And they know Sunday is Nana Papa Day. So mm-hmm. they know, like, they look forward to the weekend. It's true. So, I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's funny, when I told um, uh, the manager at the my dentist office, mm-hmm. our dentist office. Yeah, I know, right? She <laughs> was like... Um, She's like, oh, okay. Um, I'm glad we got you off of work to do that. I was like, oh, I'm not working. And <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You lost your job, COVID? I was like, <laughs> oh, I said, no, 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 no. Like, I could, I could, um, I'm, I'm working. You know, mm-hmm. I'm employed. I'm like, I'm just, I don't have to work at this very moment. She's like, oh, this, you lost your business? And all. I was like, no, no, no. That is so I funny. could kind of like work whenever I like. She's like, oh, you're all lucky. You're so lucky. That is you are so, so funny. I, I, so you can work, you can just come in whenever. I was like, yeah, I just, I just work it around my schedule. She's like, wow. Is this the lady at the front, not yeah. the front desk, but the side desk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The way your, your accent was, it sounds like Yeah, her. yeah. And I was like, oh, she's like, ah, you're so lucky. And then she left. <laughs> she's so sweet. Super sweet. Yeah, the moment I walked in, she's like, hey, Bly, how are you? She's like, your husband was here yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> they love telling me that. Yeah. It's so funny. But yeah, I think her name is Maria. I'm not sure, but she's really sweet. I think it's Maria. Yeah, she's, she's really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's on top of it. Oh, yeah. She runs that entire place. She does. And I feel like she's been there for a really long time. Yeah, but you can't really push her around. No, you can't. She's, not, she's strong, too. Yeah, very strong. You can like, tell. You don't. You could lie to her, but she, she go front you out right then and there. That's true. That she's is not the one. True. She's like, oh, you know what? And then talk about it later. She, yeah. She's like, no, that didn't happen. This mm-hmm. and this and that. Like, she's very clear. Direct, yeah. She does talk a little bit extra to try to get you to where you need to go. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she's being very polite. Right, exactly. But she'll get you there. That's true. No, she's really sweet. I like her. I mean, I like everybody at that office. They're super, super cool. Yeah, everyone's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think that wraps it for, I know, right? you know, um, episode... 53. I was going to say, so would it be like episode one? <laughs> episode one. This is like the first the of Genesis? the new year. I know, right? <laughs> well, it's always been a great talk. I know. I enjoyed, you enjoyed it. it. No, you know, I always enjoy it. Always. Let's go. Let's go. Lego. Thank you so much for listening. I love y'all. See y'all later. Oh, peace out. In the words of Wayne Gretzky, don't go where the puck is, go where the puck is going. See you later. Peace.